This is a Stand Up Labs production, powered by digital media. Hey guys, awesome episode with my friend Frank Liotta. You're going to love it. We talk about Instagram etiquette, a girl who's going through a post-grad slump and choosing your roommate for college. Check it out. Share it around with friends. This is J-Train, Jared Freed, coming to you live from New York City's Upper West Side. Stand Up New York Labs are here every Tuesday and Friday with your emails, your stories, your questions. I say it every week, I'll say it again. Thank you, thank you, thank you for listening. This is the official podcast of your shitty summer internship. We want to keep it going. We get bigger and bigger every episode. So I want you to keep sharing with your friends and keep Snapchatting me. I'm JTrain56 on Snapchat. Keep sending me when you're listening. It, it feathers my nuts. Every time I get a snap of you listening to the podcast, it's very cool for me. Uh, someone even made, I, I, I changed my header on Twitter. to uh, they, made, they took the uh, movie poster and they changed it to feathered. And it's a feather. It's insane. It, it, so it's really cool that people are so into this podcast because I love doing it. And it's really cool that you guys like it as much as I like putting it out there. So keep telling your friends. Get on Gchat. Send a text right now. Send a text. Just say and just... Text a friend that might not listen to this podcast. Let me give you the gift of Papa JT. And they'll write back, what? What are you talking about? And then you write, let him sing sweet notes into your ear. And they'll be like, what the fuck are you talking about? And then send them the link. Send them the SoundCloud link, the iTunes link, the, the Google Play link. Send them wherever you listen on and get them involved. I want to be in their ears. Papa JT wants to get at them. Your mama, your papa, your sister, your brother, your friend, your, you know that, that girl that you talk to but you don't really know that you nod in the hallway, that person. Get them involved. It's very cool. And we've been in the iTunes charts um, pretty consistently. Yeah, and can I say, when you got, I mean, if you guys are enjoying the show, obviously you are, go on there. Leave a comment, mm. leave a good rating, because that helps get up the charts too. It's not just listens. It's you know? basically what happens is more the more interaction with the podcast on iTunes, the better it looks and goes up the charts. And does it matter? Yeah, it matters to me. <laughs> so I mean, in the grand scheme of things, when you get a like, how does it feel? Pretty good. When I see that J Train podcast on the charts, yeah, I get a little hard. So get me hard. Well, That's, it gets more people to see it. That's yeah, the other cool it, thing. It, you know? it gets the word out there. So let's get into the episode. I'm super excited about today's guest. Uh, a favorite comedian of mine. I, I, it's been, I can't believe it took this long to get you on. I'm so happy you're on. Frankly, Adi, thank you for coming on. Thanks for having me, Jared. I'm so pumped to have you. <laughs> I'm psyched to be here. I'm still stuck on feathered my nuts. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We, a big, huge feather, <laughs> and I just feel it on the seam. You know, up and down, all around, yeah, before, you know? Yeah, before the teeth clamp down <laughs> and take you to the head. <laughs> Frank, frankly, Adi is a super funny comic, and you guys got to go to follow him on Instagram, at Frankaholic. 
Frankaholic on Instagram. Frankaholic, great Instagram name. I love you. Thank you. I like it. This little Asian girl has Frankaholic one. Really? Yeah. What's her name? Yeah, probably like. I don't know. Frank is here, and we're ready to do some emails. You ready? Yeah, I'm so ready. All of you go follow Frank on Instagram. Frankaholic on Instagram. He's also going to be on HBO's High Maintenance, which is coming out very soon. Yep. Yep. In the fall. Explain the premise of the show, and then explain your character in the show. Every episode, I believe, is different. It's this dude who rides around on his bike and delivers pot. Mm. And on my episode, a guy joins a gay men's crystal meth recovery group just to make friends. He's not a meth addict. Okay. And my name is Marco. I'm a meth addict in this gay men's group. That's great. Yeah, it's great. I love meth. Oh. I really, in real life, I do. <laughs> yeah, so but I don't do it. This is this is art imitating life. It is art imitating life. It mm. was a perfect fit. Yeah. And uh, But I don't do that anymore. So, you know. <laughs> but there's a wealth of wisdom to give to these emails right now. I'm so pumped to have you here. So all of you go follow Frank. You're going to see him on high maintenance. This is like one of those things. I always say it to you. I got these comics that you might not have known and then they're going to, you're going to say, oh my God, I heard them talk about Giving blowjobs yeah. to, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Lots of blowjobs. Yeah, like I heard him talk about uh, dumping that dude's <laughs> fucking girlfriend. You know, like this is, this, and so it's like having the rookie card, Give you know. blowjobs. <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> you can send in anything you'd like, jtrainpodcast at gmail.com, jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. Every Tuesday and Friday, <laughs> let's get into it. Catching feelings and getting ghosted. Have you ever been ghosted? Wait a minute. Ghosted is what? When someone talks to you and You're then hooking stops. You're hooking up and then all of a sudden they just disappear off the face I of the I was ghosted like zombie apocalypse ghosted by this one dude. Yeah. I want to get my phone, but it's charging so I can say his German pilot name on the air because <laughs> I can't remember his last name. We were talking from like April to two, three weeks ago. He okay. finally cut. You know, I fly all the time because I'm a pilot. He's a pilot, supposedly. Yeah. So he had a built-in excuse. Flies all the time. Yeah. I was going to meet him. This, that, and the other thing. These talks are going on and on and on. Like, you know what? Maybe I'll leave my life as a comedian and move to Germany and <laughs> become a speech pathologist <laughs> for the Germans. <laughs> so I have a show at Cobra Club and then a show at Gotham. He's like, I will meet you at your show. I mean, this I don't know how he talked because I never heard his voice. Yeah. He's going to meet me at Cobra Club. I was like, you're sure. Because your pilot hotel is in Queens. Yeah. And this is in like the rectal canal of Brooklyn. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm waiting yeah, outside. That, that's, like, a, that's a trip. It is a hike. Yeah. So I'm waiting outside for David. It begins with a C. Carrick? David. Anyway, it's a, anyway, waiting for him to show up. Mm. 9.15, 9.20, 9.25, 9.30. All of a sudden, it's time for my spot. I'm up yeah. like second to last. Never shows up. I go to Gotham where he was going to meet me. That was like the original plan. Yep. Never showed up, blocked me on WhatsApp. Like we have been this talking for months. Well, this is the thing with hooking up right now. We feel like we're close to each other, but we're not. But like we're you, not. The, the texting is just it, texting is just too easy. It's it's so much easier to text with someone and then they're like, Well, come meet up. Fucking let's pay this out now. And when they, that's when you find out if someone's into you or not. Right. The minute they have to fucking get off the couch and hours. make a decision between masturbating and being with you. But hours of conversation. I know. Hours because of you texting. know what? It feels good to get a text. We have to admit to that. It does it, feel good to get a text. It feels good to have somebody. It doesn't matter who it is. Right. To have somebody reach out to you. Right. And a it, phantom stranger has no baggage. A phantom stranger yeah. is just this fantasy. You can put on, pin on them whatever you want them to be. This person writes it. I have a situation. I okay. met this guy on Tinder. Oh, it's a chick email. <laughs> This is a chick email, so we'll play some music. 
<laughs> I met this guy on Tinder. We hit it off instantly. The second time we meet up to hook up, he asked me to be exclusive. Second time. Sweet. I had no intentions of doing so, but I was like, sure, why not? He was cool, lived relatively close to me, and the sex was bomb.com. <laughs> that just made me less hard, bomb.com. We spent the whole weekend together acting like one of those gross couples you see in those rom-coms. Anyways, we see each other steadily for a few more weeks. I began to catch feelings. Third weekend, I just asked, had to a- ask if he actually liked me. Prior to me asking, he claimed he did, said it all the time, and was treating me better than any other guy. He made all these plans for the future, cooked me dinner, I met his friends. He even wanted to, wanted to go back to his house and meet his mom. We had the conversation, and it seemed like everything was fine. We ended up leaving his apartment together that morning morning i had i knew he had to go back home to get some stuff taken care of so i said fine i haven't heard from him ever since i'm 100 percent sure i am being ghosted i sent the text nothing only to find out he clearly has his has his phone because he uploaded an instagram after i sent the text my only question is why why can't guys just be direct instead of ghosting and if you actually like me so much wouldn't he have a respect uh have the respect to say something instead of nothing insights thoughts did i scare him away what do you think, Frank? Was his bathroom in close proximity to the bedroom? Like, could he hear something through the door? <laughs> like, there are things, simple things can turn a man off. Yeah. Like, if it sounds like somebody is, like, sitting on top of a duck that's, like, dying of an <laughs> asthma attack when they're blowing it out in a bathroom. Yeah. Like, it's hard to look at that person in the same way again. But seriously, no. It's like, for as a man, I don't care whether you're gay or straight. Yeah. Sometimes it's just easier to cut the cord because we don't do well emotionally. We don't mm. we do not do well with like, this is moving too fast for me. We're not, like you were like, do you like me to mm-hmm. him? And he was, you know, like, we don't work like that. Yeah, but here's, here's the thing about what, what happened to her. And I see it all the time. It's the too much too soon guy. This happens a lot. Because what happens is we, you know, uh, we, we are animals, okay? And this guy, I don't trust anybody that is like lovey-dovey right off the bat. Like they said, they've been on two dates, and he wants to be exclusive. To me, yeah, red flag. That's a huge red, red, flag. red flag. That's a guy who doesn't know, just like you said, doesn't have the emotional skills to evolve right. in a relationship. Right. So he uses the act of saying "I like you" and planning all this future shit to get sex. Right, because he they probably had a good chemistry when they yeah. kissed. He probably likes the smell of her perfume and pheromones and whatnot. It makes you think that you're in love. And all of a sudden, when someone looks different, when they wake up in the morning, or they <laughs> snore a little, or well, whatever, you realize that they're a human being with vulnerabilities. Yeah. All of a sudden, those plans kind of become moot. Well, he didn't know how to take it from, hey, let's get to know right. each other. Like, you can, and this is the problem a lot of guys have. I can, it's tough to get to know a girl or a guy or whatever it is right. to get to know someone while also there's a there's two roads there's i want to get to know you and i want to fuck you right you know this guy can't separate the two it's hard it's very it's hard but he's doing it in the most cartoonish classic ridiculous way right he's coming in being like be with me now i get the sex and i don't have to answer i don't have to really work at becoming sexual you getting you no sexually into me no self awareness no yeah. sense of compassion for what he's doing to somebody else yeah. it really stinks to be left high and dry like that it's it's just you, it's awful i ha- understand it but it's emotional immaturity at at its worst totally and you have to be aware if there's a guy that's just like i love you i'm so into this and you're like wait a minute i don't know you from fucking boo you know like i yeah. we've known each other yeah. you're like think of like you know math it out like, look at, you know, I've known this guy, two dates, uh, he seems nice, he seems cool, 
and he says he loves me, and he says he wants to be with me exclusively. Um, if it doesn't fucking, if you write that out and you're like, oh, this doesn't sound like any reality, it's not reality. Right. And a lot of girls, you know, a lot of everyone likes to be liked. That's why she's saying she's like, oh, and then we started going out, and I was really catching feelings for yeah, him after a while. Very yeah, easy because you're getting attention. Yes, it's very easy though. Also, like I've been hanging out with somebody recently. It's very easy to get swept up into that oh, romance. Oh, totally, totally. In two dates, in I, one, I had a magical date six or seven months ago. Mm. It's it's so easy to get swept up into that. It feels so good, and it takes some personal responsibility too. Absolutely, she's got she's got to look in the mirror and be like. Oh yeah, I'm a little bit. I I got caught up in it too. I got caught up in a guy liking me, but he, you also have to look at like this guy's a crazy person. Right, like right, right. I I have been that guy. I've been that guy where I'll sleep, I'll I'll sleep with a girl. We've like all we've done is text, and then we had one date, and then we'll end up meeting up late night Saturday. I'll sleep over. I'll be like, hey, do you want to like go get brunch or something? And then we have this like amazing oh, Sunday together, man. and you're like, and it's like, and it's like I I'm having the best time with her. But there is there is a piece of me where I'm like, it could have been any breathing body. I just needed to fucking eat some bacon. <laughs> I needed I needed some girl to look at I needed a cute girl. Like there's a piece of me that I needed a cute girl who matter who no matter who it was, to look across from me and be like, eating some bacon. Yeah, but you that know? is a, like, that is the extreme version of emotionally disconnected. Like it well, can't yeah. just be any. Well, that's what I'm saying. I mean, too much too fast. Right, right, right. That's what right. I'm saying. They, that can happen in one weekend, but you can't relate that to Okay, this means we're definitely going to have the rest of our lives together. So the, the so the question is, how does this young woman turn off? Well, not turn off, sort of numb her emotions a little bit because that's the hard part. That's the hardest part. Sure. And, I, and I don't think the only explanation for why people ghost is they're afraid to be a dick, right. and they think that this is the path of least resistance is really the thing that makes you the biggest dick. Sure, you know, and the path the makes path you lose your mind. You're like, what did I do wrong? Am I too fat? Like with that dude in Bushwick, I was like, did he drive by and see me leaning against a brick wall and think I was a moose? <laughs> like, what the fuck? Did he see me and bail? What a, what, a, what an amazing moment sure. to just be like, like to just drive up to a date and be like, oh no, oh and my then, god, ah! and then take your car away, look like, at screech that, look out that, that pig. <laughs> but I think I, I here's what I would do if I'm if I'm a person who's being who's being ghosted, the best thing you can do for you have to take care of yourself. What I would tell this girl if anyone's being ghosted, you send a text that says, hey, I had a fun time with you. Obviously, this isn't working out because you won't answer me. I'm going to go on my way. Get yours. Get your peace of mind. Get that ending that you want. Because, and then just end it. Don't ask any more questions. It's not about you. It's a him problem. Not a you problem. Not that that's not difficult. It's hard to Very let it difficult. go. This, like, is... this happened to me a month and a half ago and I took my friend's phone this week and I was like, do you have WhatsApp because I want to find this motherfucker? <laughs> and be, like, and I that's normal. That, that's a normal feeling. I'm saying from the, uh, and you and I, from the position of not being in this, right. we do understand that when you're in it, you're like, I want to fucking tell this person I want to text again off. and again and again. I want to know why. I want to know why. I want right. to know why. And it's like, no, the only reason is he was a pussy. He saw some other chick that would give him attention. Maybe. So he moved on. Right. And it's not about how you look, how you are. You didn't scare him away. Because nine, and I've said this a million times, nine out of 10 guys that you date, 
are a dickhead. Absolutely. The 10th one ends in divorce 50% of the time. <laughs> he so may have even started chances. to develop like a real feeling. Some guys start to feel like vulnerability and completely shut down. Yeah. That really is like the way it is a lot well, of Well, the then also young relationships. Here's the other thing I'm going to tell you right now. When you're 24 and you're trying to figure out, well, how am I going to pay bills every week? Do I like my job? Oh my God, I can't see myself doing this job in 40 years. You also feel a responsibility to be like, and, I, and am I going to, you start thinking so ahead. Yeah. Like he probably, like I've been in that position. Like I remember when I was like 25 and I'm like, I'm in this job that I don't like. And I'm like, and I'm dating this girl and I'm like, she's great, but I, I got to do my own. I got to get my own, my shit together. Absolutely. I can't, I can't make any promises yeah. to this girl when I can't even fucking wake, know if I'm going to wake up tomorrow and feel good about what I'm doing right. with my life. So right. there is this, and we still got to fuck. You know? Absolutely. Like, so like, how do you. You know, be nice to people and get this animalistic thing out of you. Right. And, and that's kind of what this guy's dealing with. And all that said, we have no idea what his baggage is. No. So the thing is, you cannot take this the, personally. Well, this is why the too much too soon guy, you got to beware of that guy. Because when he's he's just, when people dump that stuff, I like you so much, this is so great. And you're like, oh, we've been on two dates. That is someone using emotional stability with a girl to get them fucked. Right. <laughs> JTrainPodcast at gmail.com. JTrainPodcast at gmail.com. Here with Frank Liotti. Mm. He is at Frankaholic on Instagram. Go follow him. Support him. Super fucking funny. Super funny. Go follow him. Postgrad dating slump. Okay. That's the next one. Next one. I graduated about a year ago. Got dumped by my long term. Oh, this is another female email. Do we want to do... Uh, another, yeah, let's do it. <laughs> the girls are writing in. And what do you mean, do we want to? Yeah, we have yeah, to do it. Yeah, we gotta it. do yeah. it. I got dumped by my long-term boyfriend. Graduated about a year ago, got dumped by my long-term boyfriend two and a half years, uh, a few months back, and I've been going through a serious post-grad slump. I have a pretty shitty job. I make mm. almost no money. I'm moved back to my... This sounds so sad. It keeps getting sadder. Move like, back to the parents? Move back to my hometown, still living with Ooh. my parents. I, I have cancer. Aww. No, I'm just no, kidding. Don't, can you imagine? <laughs> I'm kidding. I can't imagine. I'm an amputee. Yeah, I'm an amputee. I lost a leg. Uh, my <laughs> vagina is very shallow. And my anus healed over. <laughs> yeah. And I, it's sealed up. I, last time I came was uh, when I was 18. Uh, <laughs> I, and that uncle's it? passed away. Yeah. <laughs> that uncle. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Uh, listen to this sentence. I have a pretty shitty job. <laughs> put on some sad music. Can we put on some like some like? Uh, <laughs> can we put on something like? Slow jam. Put on, put on like a violin playing. <laughs> this chick's life sucks. No, <laughs> no, but she'll be fine. We're gonna help her out. I so ready. Let's put on some. Man, Sam from the booth is gonna put on some very sad music, and we're gonna read her email. <laughs> It does suck. While he finds the music, I'll say, you graduate, you had this stability of an unreal, an unreal world of college. There's nothing real about college. You, you got money coming from wherever it's coming from. You got a boyfriend that's like sticking by you. And then you think you're going to be an ad, you know, you're going to create advertising like Mad Men because you have an advertising degree. Then you get out and you're like, oh shit, no one's hiring. My boyfriend sucks and I got to fucking find a new thing. I grad so let's read postgrad okay. dating slump. Okay. I graduated about a year ago and got dumped by my long-term boyfriend of two and a half years, <laughs> a few months back. <laughs> and I've been going through a serious postgrad slump. I have a pretty shitty job. I make almost no money. I moved back to my hometown, still living with my parents. 
and basically have two friends. With this, I rarely go out and find myself doing a whole lot of nothing, which is making the slump even worse. I'm really not looking for a relationship, but I really haven't been meeting anyone. Interesting, at least. I am not the Tinder Bumble type, <laughs> but I am getting frustrated because eventually when I go out with friends, almost no one approaches me. <laughs> you know, minus the creeps. I am definitely no Margot Robbie, but I am certainly not a garbage-looking troll either. Oh my god. So I don't really know what I'm doing wrong here. The last time I met a guy, I was one that I was the one that had to basically do everything. I asked him for his number, had to kiss him first, which I never do. I would ask my guy friends what's a good way to be more approachable or meet guys. But my guy friends are not the type I want to attract. Otherwise, I would have already dated them, right? So I'm kind of out of options. I've been told multiple times I'm intimidating. But what the fuck does that even mean? These responses are not helping me. So do you have a good suggestion for other ways? Thanks for reading. I will always love the podcast. Even if my shit is too, ma- too lame to make it on. End scene. What an email. That was I epic. thought you were going to say, P.S. The test is positive. <laughs> Okay, ready? Let's have a pity party. One, two, three. Mm. You're not meeting anybody because you have got to get your shit together yeah. and stop feeling sorry for yourself. Yes. Get it together. Nobody, yeah. nobody, nobody has it easy. Even people that come from a whole dump truck full of money yeah. are completely underdeveloped. Yes. You have to work on yourself and you'll start attracting people that you want in your life, but it's you got to do the self-work first. Yes, it's messy house, messy life. You know, you got to clean up the house, right? You got to clean up your home. And I, and I, listen, I, here's what I'll say to her. I know we just like, that was fun to read with the music, but I, 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 I empathize with her. Absolutely. Listen, I'm giving you, gra- you tough love. I don't give, mean to this be, is tough I have, love. No, I have been there. She, uh, we've all, that's the thing she, really? ha- she has to realize her problems are, are not, she's not alone. Absolutely not. Everyone in your position after graduating, oh, after worst. a relationship, they're going through the same thing. So remember, you are not alone and you're not weird for feeling like you're in a slump because you're like more people feel like she does than not. So I, I think that's something that can be comforting is knowing that like, oh, I'm not fucking weird for not getting out of college and making the money that I thought I'd be making it because everyone's doing less than they thought they'd be. And doing. everybody compares themselves to their friends and, and social media is out there. So Brutal. You, and you're comparing yourself to the one <laughs> friend that got lucky, right? Not the other 99% of your friends that are all feeling just like you, right? Like pieces of shit. So here's what you do. And, and I don't think this is a guy thing. I think this is just messy house, messy life. So you got to clean up the house. You got to invest in yourself. You got to get to the gym. You got to go, you got to start applying yourself to jobs that you want. Short-term and goals. Short-term goals. Wait gotta, on tables, save a little pile of money, a little bit week by week by week, and get out of your parents' that's house. That's the thing. There's steps to this. Let's make a list of things we want, and you put them on priority. You, Active. And, and put out things that you can actually achieve. Move out, not boyfriend, because that's not something you want to, a boyfriend isn't to be achieved. It's putting a Band-Aid on a dam. That's yeah, the first thing. so you have to do the things that you can control, controllables. That will make you feel good. So make a list. I would make a list of things you can do. I want to move out. I want to get my own, pl- I want to move to a new city. I want to get a new job. Okay, and then that has subcategories. What jobs do you want? Write out the jobs you want. Then you start talking to people that have those jobs. 
and ask for advice. You send them an email. Hey, I just want to get coffee with you to get advice. And that's the way. Now you nibble that's away. That so works. I'm and it works you. because you get these little, you have these little small wins and these like things you can check off a list. Like, oh, I and, and just the way Frank said it, save some money. So I'm going to save $100 a month towards my goal of moving out of my parents' house. If it takes years, it doesn't matter. You'll feel good right. getting that 100. I was 32 when I finished grad school. I had to move back home with my parents. And 32. You, and it's easy to feel bad about oh, yourself. But like, it was brutal. But at the same time, those small goals will get you a little bit of like, what do they call the endorphins in your brain? Is that what going. Yeah, yeah. They, they flash off. So, and, and also invest in like doing fun things with your friends. So you said you have two friends. Stick with those girls and fucking join a club. Do a sport. Do CrossFit. Do a, a boot camp class. Do Soul Cycle. Something that you guys can do together because activities and things that you're doing, like positive, fun things with friends, that's a lightning rod. That's the thing that attracts other people to you. Not, oh man, I'm having the worst time. Life sucks. I'm out of college. No one wants to be around that person. Set an alarm in the morning. So you get yeah. out. In other words, looking for a job is a job in itself. Yes. Set an alarm in the morning. Go to the gym like Jared's. It's the best thing to get everything Hat. going and moving. Get a new haircut. Like whatever you can do to make yourself feel positive and feel good about yourself. Do not focus on guys right and, now. And also like uh, you have to have a, t and back to the, the original message, attainable goals that are small, controllable, that you can achieve every day. Because every day get, you know, and I said it on a past uh, episode my brother says this line all the time how do you eat an elephant one bite at a time <laughs> so you gotta fucking start biting and it's little shit because nothing makes it, like I, I you know listen we both do comedy comedy you know can, you get a lot of no's you get no's constantly no's i know constantly. i know that i answered you with such harshness but that is because i have been there mm. i have been in the doldrums so 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 badly and all it gets you is just a repeat of what's going on and on and on until you take some action which is so in your hands and and you know what makes me feel good like i, I was just saying it like i i had a, a couple weeks ago I got, I got a big no and after right. that the next day i woke up and i sent 10 emails to to contacts just Hey, wanted to send you a clip. Just wanted to say what's up. Just checking in. And finishing that goal of the 10 emails, I was already better off. Yeah. I, I felt good. I best. accomplished something that I could control. Right. And it wasn't someone's, you know, maybe a no comes back from those emails, but I got them out there. Right. Jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. Jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. Guys, we are sponsored this week. Rule number one of Mandem. No matter what you do around the house, you're likely screwed up. I don't need to tell you that. Your wife told me. What can I say? She talks. Anyways, I can help you smooth out pretty much anything. Just send flowers from thebooks.com. That's thebooks.com. No woman in her right mind would turn away a peace offering of Books flowers. Books flowers are grown on eco-friendly farms on the east side of a volcano. Seriously, a volcano. Blooms are larger. Colors more vibrant. It's a better soil and more sun at a lofty 10,000 feet. Yup, gorgeous flowers from thebooks.com. Hand delivered to your girl. Say, we're still good, right? And apologies don't cost much at thebooks.com because Books prices start at a mere $40. There's no upcharges, no extra fees. Even delivery is absolutely free when you register with the Books. Listeners of this show, save 20% off the bouquet of your choice. Just go to books.com, enter pro promo code JTRAIN. That's books.com, promo code JTRAIN, B-O-U-Q-S.com, promo code JTRAIN, books.com, promo code JTRAIN. Listen, I say it on this show all the time. You might, you know, it's, let's look, you might wonder, like, what am I going to do with flowers? 
Okay. I was at Gotham Comedy Club hosting uh, all weekend for Lunell, which what an experience. She's so funny. So funny. She's the prostitute from Borat. And she's on, she's on, yeah, and Borat, she brings, you remember he goes to the Catholic oh, dinner? Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he yeah, brings yeah. the prostitute? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's her. So. I was like, prostitute from the town of Borat? <laughs> like, I forgot for a second. I was like, oh, she was a prostitute? And she's, yeah. What a fun time. She comes on stage, she's singing, she's talking about fucking young guys. Uh, she's just a delight. And I, I had a lot of podcast fans at the shows, which was super fun. One guy came up to me, he was like, dude, I got my mom the books. Now we're here in New York. And I was like, whoa. Oh, that's cool. And that's kind of back to the oh. advice I always give when I read these books ads. Listen, send them to your mom. It's going to come back to you 30-fold. And I don't know how it's going to come back to you. Maybe with a $100 bill on your way out to college. <laughs> Maybe it's a trip to New York. Maybe it's a trip to see Lunell. Yeah. You know, so yeah. go get, go to thebooks.com, promo code JTrain. 20% off. It comes back to you. Right. Always give something with the idea of getting something back in return. <laughs> Never do anything from the Never do anything. Heart. No, yeah. Ever. <laughs> give <Don't>, to get. <laughs> Frank with the best advice of the whole podcast. Train Podcast at gmail.com. Here with Frank Liotti at Frankaholic on Instagram. Slam I may never see again. Yo, J-douche. Oh. <laughs> Funny and original, right? Let's get to it. I was seeing this girl for about two months knowing that she was moving 1,500 miles away. She said she wanted to stay in touch and told me repeatedly that she likes me and I felt the same way. However, the second she got out to the resort she's li- a lifeguard at, she changed her mind. Not too surprised. Yeah, she met a, she saw all those hunk lifeguards and was like, fuck that dude. I gotta come. <laughs> I know you're gonna say that she's getting plowed out there and she probably is. <laughs> Cloud is the yeah. best fucking Cloud's word. Cloud's a great. Cloud. This guy's listened to the show. Yeah, before. he knows the show. Regardless, she texted me about a month of not talking, uh, saying she feels bad about how the relationship ended and wanted to know how I'm doing. So my question is, should I make an effort to talk to her? I was really into her, but I know if, I don't know if I'll ever see her again. I still live in the college town where we met, but like I said, she may never come back. Thanks for the advice. I don't know. I don't know about this one. It doesn't sound like the stakes are very high. Well, this is kind of back to the texting conversation we were having before where it feels good to get a text. What happened was, I'll tell you, let me tell you what happened. She met a dude. (sighs) She was lifeguarding at the pool. She met a dude. They they hooked up. He ghosted her. She got lonely. She's like, oh, this guy gives me attention. I'll text him to see how he's doing so that I can get just a little bit. Like when you were with someone, like let's say coming is a 10, like actual climaxing is a 10. Receiving a text is like a three. It's a proportion, you know, in proportion to how it feels. So, like, receiving a text from anyone that is it's like the a opposite sneeze se- as opposed to coming. Totally. That a, kind of exactly. So, I'm saying, like, this girl was probably feeling down. She's like, I just need a three right now. She knew that this guy was attracted to her. So, any amount of attention from him feels good. So, the problem with, with a girl or guy that has no plan of ever seeing them again is that you become their feel-good crush, crutch. So what, right. she, what she's doing is she's texting him at any time she feels down because it's somebody that is into her. Yeah. That, so what the, 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 this can be fun because, yeah, he gets something out of it too. At least she's interacting with him. But where can we ever see it going? So you know, what, what can you get out? It can be a time waster is what I'm saying. It also sounds like his enthusiasm has waned a little bit, which is common. Somebody yes. leaves you and you're, 
It's like a raw wound. It's horrible. It's brutal. It's painful. But you know what? After about two, three months, you start to feel better. Yes. And then when they come crawling back, you're like, well, I really remember how pain, how much pain I was in. Mm-hmm. But to tell you the truth, I think I feel a lot better and don't want to really go there anymore because I don't need to. Exactly. And then what what happens is she just becomes a waste of time. Yeah. He's on he's on his phone texting a girl that's 1,500 miles away with no plan of ever seeing each other while 10 girls are, are, are passing him by. Right. So I would say, you know, with these situations, I, it's one or the other. Understand that you're being used or don't be used. You know, this is, I hate when people, people like, you know, people get angry. Like, he could get angry at her. But like, listen, understand the game you're in. They are what they is. You know, so she is off 1,500 miles away. She wants to get a text from someone who likes her. So she's using you for that. Yeah. If you understand that, you can't get mad at that. If you're playing that game with her with the intention of, hey, listen, I'm going to keep this account open in case it ever pays off. I get that. I've done that. It's fine. But understand it may never pay off. You may be just wasting minutes on your fucking phone. I don't know. There's something about the tone of that email that tells me that he's not that into it anymore. Yeah. There's something about it because if you were, you would have jumped right on that and gotten back with her and started like the gears going. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I hear There's something about that. Just go watch a volleyball game and look at some new meat. (laughs) JTrainPodcast at gmail.com. JTrainPodcast at gmail.com. Here with Frank Liotti at Frankaholic on Instagram. College roommate decision. Oh, this is a high school email. Hmm. High school email. Oh my God, so disturbing. What's up, Papa Jew Train? I'm a recent high school graduate. We'll be attending a state school in the fall. Many of my friends are going there, including two of my closest friends. Both have suggested that all three of us should dorm together. We've done similar ones to this. My question is, should I dorm with them or should I get a roommate? I don't know well or don't know at all. On one hand, I'm afraid uh, to get stuck with someone who's a loser and collects toenails. And on the other hand, I want to break out of my high school shell and meet new people and friends. Side note, both of them have girlfriends. I'm single and I don't want to be around them when they have girlfriend drama. Thanks for the advice. Podcast get me through the summer. Shout out to Man Sampa and Guess. Ooh, what do we think? I think it's time Where'd to you branch go? out. You went to school. You I went did. To, where'd you go? I went to SUNY Purchase, then I went to Yale. And did you have a random roommate? Or? I did have a random roommate. He was a nice guy. He was? Yeah, he was. Dennis something. Yeah. Once I walked in on him and his, uh, he and his girlfriend uh, naked and asleep. Oh, really? Yeah, that was a rough one. Yeah. <laughs> that was a rough one. I got walked in by my roommate in college's parents while I was masturbating. <laughs> it was really awkward. Masturbating that, is the uh, ugliest word for such a joyous <laughs> event. It is. It just is masturbating. Gurgling, <laughs> gurgling, liquid I've told vomit. That, I've told that story a bunch of times on the podcast, but I, I, I do think, uh, do you think you're better off for having not known the person? Uh, do I? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. It's best to go away from home and it's best to like have a new experience, even if they're an idiot. First of all, your friends, there's going to be drama because they're going to break up. Nobody yeah. ever stays together when they no. go away to college. The other, the other thing is, listen, you, we think that like all our social interpersonal skills are made when we go to college. No, that's not the truth. You're still growing. You're not the person you're going to become, I think, until you're like 30. Like I, I really don't think you are like the full 
fledged human it's being. Absolutely so. Thirty is the thirty is kind of when you're kind of done. Done. You've you've developed. You've de- you are. You've developed. You, you're never done. That's a silly thing. You're never so done, you're but absolutely. you you've developed. Like well, I I notice myself doing the same things now that I was doing when I was in high school. You know, just the way, like how I talk to girls. You know, it's just like all of it's developed to this point in right. my life, and I'm like, you are again. You are what you is. You know, like you know, are. I, some guys go into a bar, they light up a room. Some guys go into a bar, and they just can't do that. Right. And everyone has to realize what they are. So I think right now, especially when you're going to college, if you're in high school, you're deciding between my friends and, like, I think of it as reps. You know, get get used to meeting new people because you're going to need those reps for the rest of your life. Your friends from high school will be there for you. They're not going to get – I think if you guys go three different roommates, that's three different opportunities for you and your two friends to have more people into your group for you to make friends. Out of your comfort zone. Branch yeah. out. Every – I've never uh, felt – I've never regretted feeling uncomfortable. I've never looked back at a situation that was a little bit weird and been like – I'm. I've always felt like I was better off for that uncomfortable situation. And it, like, you know, I had a roommate. We – you know, it was random. I remember we got in touch with each other. I was like, cool, this guy's nice. We didn't become best friends, but we were buddies, just like you, like right. the nice guy. Right. Um, I don't look back and be like, oh, man, I should have roomed with, uh, you know, my buddy from high school because I'm like, no, I, I became the person I am because of all the experiences I have in my past. And the more experience, what you're doing when you, when you room with your high school friends, you're just closing yourself off to new experiences. Absolutely. The whole point of, I think even just as important as the academics in college is going away, mm-hmm. is that kind of growth that you'll find. And you know, it, it's just as Jared said, you never really regret that uncomfortable situation. At, at worst, it's a great story. Yeah. And, and listen, that's not to say that this is going to work out for all of you. Some of you are going to get a roommate right. that fucking sucks. And you're going to deal with it. And dealing with it makes you a different makes you the person that you become how you how you sidestep it how you avoid that person on the saturday night how you know to go out with the people you want to hang out with how you walk in on them naked how their parents walk in on you masturbating you know what you do in the next step those become the stories that like form you so all you're doing when you stay in your comfort zone is hiding yourself from being formed right and i i mean it's a lot like you know everyone always asks uh, you know, I've have a lot of people that ask me like they want to do stand up comedy, and they're like, I already wrote my five minutes. I'm like, you didn't write shit. You haven't done it. Go on stage, go on stage and fail. That's the only way to see if that shit works or not. Everybody wants to go to Z without going through the alphabet. <laughs> exactly. Well, oh, that's man. I mean that's the, that's the advice really. Everyone wants to get to Z without going through the it's alphabet. It's a formula. It's a formula when it comes to stand up. With anything though, right? Anything right, in life, much. you got to go through. You got to go through the shit storm right. to get to the end. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. Podcast at gmail.com. I love this email. Instagram etiquette. Mm-hmm. Frank, uh, Frank's on Instagram at Frankaholic. I am. I'm on Instagram at Jared Freed. Um, hello, Jared. Question for you. Is there a good way to pursue a girl who followed you on Instagram and started liking your newest pictures? This recently happened to me. She's from my hometown, goes to my college, but we've never spoken. I think she's just trolling for likes of her own, but some of my friends say I should pursue. Should I? And if so, what's the move? Been a listener since day one. Keep up the good work. Thanks in advance. What do you think? I mean, I was interested in somebody yesterday that liked two or three of my pictures. Yeah. So I just sent a private message and whatnot. And what did they get back to you? Yeah, we were bantering back and forth for a little bit. And then he was like, can I see a body picture of your, like, you know, your body from the waist up or whatever? And then I blocked him. Really? Yeah, because I have so much body fat right now, it was uncomfortable. (laughs) 
<laughs> but my point is, yeah. that's my shit, and yeah. that's not this advice. But you were right. Send a simple you, note. You were right, and uh, we have to. Uh, and we're seeing like there's this Taylor Swift thing going on right now. Have you heard about this? Yeah, I saw. There's like a clip or something like that that with a. Uh, Kanye? Kanye. Yeah, 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 she yeah. said that she didn't want the line in the song. He said, a lot of it, a lot of the argument that's going on with her right now is us not admitting that internet shit, there's, there's actual things make, things on the internet make us feel a certain way. We don't want to admit that. It seems weird to admit that an Instagram like means something from a girl. It feels weird to admit, like when, when I see a girl's like three of my pictures and I look at her profile, I'm like, oh, I think... There's oh, got to be something. Of course, everybody does that. You see, but I'm saying, hot. but we don't want to admit to each other that these right. likes matter. Right? There's, a, you know, these likes give you some sort of feeling. Because with the Taylor Swift thing, I was talking about it with a buddy today, where they're like, you know, he, she's saying that what happened was, I think, is that she uh, had that conversation with him that you could say, "Call me a bitch" in the song. The song got released. Everyone on the internet was saying, "Oh, that's misogyny." Taylor Swift goes, "Oh shit." I can't be pro misogyny. So then she goes against it because she's listening to her fans. The internet forced her to fucking lie to all these people. That's, and, it's very hard to respect somebody like that. That's not a true artist and doesn't give a shit. Well, this is, but this is the, this is the thing we, this is the world we live right, in. Right, right, right. So right. if she just said, you can't go to the internet and be like, well, you know, I agree to it. It doesn't make that sense to me. If she said that, they'd be like, so you are pro misogyny. And then some guy, some girl on the internet writes, my boyfriend called me a bitch and then he beat me. And you're like, oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah, you know, I think she this, should have stuck to her guns. I agree. Yeah, I so know. So I'm I saying, but, we, but she should also know, admit to the fact that these things sway you. The, the internet comments swayed her. Right. So what I'm saying to this person is how you feel is exactly what you feel. You are not crazy. You're not wrong. If you see someone liking a lot of your pictures, there's something there. And what you do and this is, I mean, this is my move. I send one emoji. One emoji, okay? <laughs> the pig so, or the ant or like I, I just, pizza? The wave one. <laughs> just the, the waving That's ant. so committal, committed. That, uh, no, but now it's a little flirty. Oh, a little wave. So it's like, it's almost like you popped your head up from behind the bushes and you just gave a little, you know? So that's what he should do. So if you have someone that's liking your pictures and, you know, a recent follower, you know them, but you don't know them, Get in the DMs, the little wave, and the little wave, they'll come back with their own emoji. Then you go back with another emoji. Then they come back with another emoji. Now you're like, what are you doing this weekend? <laughs> I think it's because you work up to it's a flirty. word. Yeah, you work. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> what? <laughs> hey. W-Y-M, what you mean? But also, you, you have to admit to how ridiculous this is while playing the game. And that emoji, the one emoji, is admitting to this is so stupid. Is basically what you're saying. This is funny and stupid. It's also the 2016 way to meet people. It's like giving someone your number. That's like those likes like that are like someone giving you like a sexy look in a club used to be 15 years ago. Totally. They're nudging you under the table. And I just think to write just the, 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 this is my method. One emoji. I was going to say, you know what's amazing about you and like the advice you give? It's not bullshit at all. Like you really do have (laughs) these theories and you put them into practice. I have done this a million times. If you want to take it to the next level, you could just write one word with a question mark into. (laughs) You could just write into with a question mark, like ask her what she's into and see if she's like that kind of 
Forget about it. <laughs> like, like, that's uh, a different kind of uh, <laughs> that took a us group gr- of people. That took us to Grinderland for a second. <laughs> that's a little different idea. <laughs> no, but I'm just saying, looking. you send that one emoji, it's funny, it's ridiculous. It's as ridiculous as the act of messaging someone over social media because they liked your picture. And it, all it is is you being a little humble, having a little humility, and being like, yeah, I'll play this fucking game. Sending a little hint. A little right, hint. Right, right. Jtrainpodcast at gmail.com, jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. Frankly, Adi, thank you. Oh, my God. Thank you so much for having me. Fantastic. So happy to have you. It was great. So happy to be here. Uh, Go follow Frank on Instagram, at Frankaholic. Uh, We're going to come back with hypotheticals and the news and maybe one Bumble profile makeover. So we'll be right back. Hey, this is Damian Lemon from In The Conversation. And this is the voice of your choice, Ali Muhammad. And alongside with Vladimir Kamanyo, we present In The Conversation, the podcast. Yeah. If you like shit talk on a professional level, you all love In The Conversation. That's right. And you can find In The Conversation on iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, or wherever you go to listen to podcasts. Even if you listen through someone else's door. That's creepy, but we appreciate the support. And we out ya. Peace. Hey guys, welcome back. Frank, thank you for answering the emails. Oh man, fan, thank you. Fan fucking tastic. You were awesome. Go follow uh, Frank on Instagram, at Frankaholic on Instagram. Uh, Chris, thank you for coming on. Sure, man. Good to be here. At Mansamp on Twitter and Instagram too, right? Yeah, Mansamp on everything. Mansamp across the board. Mandatory Samson podcast every Friday here on the Stand Up Yoga Labs network along with this podcast. Um, we got. I'll read this one shout out before we get into some stuff. Hey, Anne Frank's cousin, my f- <laughs> my friend is in a real dry spell and needs some help. I would call it a slump, but I don't think you can call it a slump after a year of no sex. Send shits, tits, clits, or anything just to butter his balls. His snap is croaky mane. C R O A K I E M A N E. Please get him some action. I think he may be asexual at this point. Thanks for all the advice and laughs. Uh, there we go. So that's a shout out. So let's do some uh, hypotheticals. You ready? Yeah. Oh, I'm always ready. Yeah, let's do it. Dear Jew Train, fellow Jew here, not a Jewy Jew. (laughs) That was a lot of Jew. (laughs) I got a thought-provoking yet disturbing hypothetical for you. Hope this one hasn't been used already, but here it goes. Uh, Would you rather have to watch the video of your conception (laughs) or your birth? I've never heard this one before. That's an interesting question. Your conception... Or your birth, Frank? Suicide's not an option. No. Or is that like no. always, you have to do one of <laughs> these two things? You have to do one of the two things. Birth. Birth? Yeah. Birth. Yeah. Birth. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Because you can kind of detach from that. Birth, anything in a hospital just becomes like a science project. Right. Like, it, it, you don't want the sexuality. The worst part about watching your parents have sex is like hearing what they say to each other. Oh my God. It's not as much the sex as much as the other <laughs> shit. Like, you gotta watch your dad try and get a sock off and shit. <laughs> You're like, I don't wanna yeah. see the struggle with the underwear, see where they laugh, where they don't laugh. I don't wanna laugh. find out if my mother was vocal. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't wanna. You don't wanna know Holy that. Holy shit. With a, with a birth, you're like, oh, this is... This is National Geographic. Right, it's it like, looks like a slaughterhouse. Yeah, it's it's like seeing it's it's like seeing that you know the boobs in the National Geographic <laughs> thing. You're like you're like I I mean this is a boob, but you know it's not really getting me anywhere. Right. Uh, let's do another hypothetical. I'm I'm kind of just jumping into the uh, the mailbox right now. Um, let's do. I thought I sent myself another one last night. 
Okay, ready? Dearest Hebrew Choo Choo, the recent hypothetical <laughs> about cheating on your 657 girlfriend for a 999. So we had a hypothetical before where it was uh, if you had a 657 girlfriend and then you have to cheat on her with like a 999, but you only get one shot. And we were all like, stay with your girlfriend because you can just whack off to the 999. Has probably need to think about another question regarding the area code method. Um, you get two nines and a one to distribute across a scale. How do you do it? So the area code method is face, body, personality. Okay. You can go up to nine on so face, body, personality. So like, it's an area code method. So it's like uh, like a nine Got face, it. an eight body, seven personality. Got it. So if you you get two nines and a one to distribute across a scale, how do you do it? It's tough to even imagine what a one face or body looks like. That shit's barely human. But on the other hand, a one personality means you don't agree on a single thing and can't stand each other. Plus, she's definitely cheating on you. Shout out to Man Stamp and listening to his podcast recently. Excited to hear your guys' responses. What do you guys think? I appreciate it, man. Thank you. Uh, what do we think? How would you distribute that? How would I just... A personality gets all the one. Like person, It's fine. It's fine. It's, is it a one-night stand? Like, um... I've slept with some assholes and I've had a great rocking time. Yeah, I guess what I guess you would it would be for fucking. Yeah, it's for that. fucking. Yeah, you go with the one personality because you you don't like her, but that's still emotion going back and forth between the I've, two of you. I've, and she's hot. So I mean, I fuck girls with bad personalities, and they've been bad fucks. It it actually doesn't help. Right, the fuck, it they make you help. feel uncomfortable. You're right. You're they, right. They're very judgy. You're doing that, like they don't even know how to like make it fun. Like I. I gotta say, that's just bad in bed, though. That's I, I've slept with people with bad personalities, and I've had a. Good I think time. I'd go one face. <laughs> I was thinking about nine it. Uh, body, nine personality. We're gonna have a fun time, and I can go doggy style. Ooh, that's right. True. One that's face, true. though. I mean, one like, face is like there's like a tooth growing out of the nostril. <laughs> one face. That's like pretty low. I know. It's like one face is like bad, <laughs> but one face with a nine personality, she might get it. She gets it. Yeah, right. she's gonna make fun of it. Yeah. She's gonna let you fuck her ear. She's gonna that's say on spit her on fucking me. forehead. You know, yeah. she'll Spike let you it. fuck her forehead ear. Yeah. Come on, do me, do me in the back. Yeah, whatever. Right. She'll understand. That's the point. Yeah, right. jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. If you have a hypothetical, send it in. Let's do some news. So you sent me this right before we started. I, I don't yeah. know who sent it to you, but they they wanted us to talk about this goat movie that's coming out. It, it it's with one of the Jonas Brothers, and it's about like it's like sort of a horror movie about the tragedy of hazing yeah i saw the preview it's pretty intense have you i I, like you know it's just showing them i think any um the problem with it have you seen the trailer for this movie no it's joe jonas right which jonas Uh, brother is it i'm gonna call it nick nick it's nick yeah here's the (laughs) james franco's in it james franco's in it. it's about them pledging and i guess like they're going too far okay and it's funny because the preview, like I, I've seen on TFM, there's a lot of hate for it because they're like, you don't, you know, like it's like you don't get it. It's like stupid. I think anything pledging is stupid. Like you know, like if you did that in a real world situation, like there's there's an unreality. You have to play along with it. You know, like when right. you pledge, you have to you play along with these rules that don't really exist. You could just be like, fuck off, I'm not doing this. And we we used to have guys that would pledge, and they were like. They didn't play along, and that would piss off guys even more who were hazing them. Right. Like, we had one dude, my buddy Peaches, he would just, like... He, <laughs> Peaches. <laughs> yeah, Peaches used to just, like, uh, like if someone asked him to do something, he'd be like, nah, and just walk away. <laughs> and it's like, he is not playing along with this 
this fake game that we're playing, you know, because it is it isn't real, right? Well, the whole idea is the the idea is to bond with these people, exactly. So if you you have to, it's like uh, you ever like made up like uh, like played a, it's like doing a play with somebody that doesn't want to act, you know, and you have to play along a little bit. You have to give into it, right. and w- so looking at pledging, but and, it's gotten out of control. It seems well, like no, now, no, it's not. That's overdone. They're, okay. they're looking at pledging like on a movie screen is going to look even more ridiculous because now you're removed. Like when you do it yourself, you're like, this is stupid, but I'll do it. Now you're looking at it on screen. You're like, that's stupid. And I'm not even doing it. And then Nick Jonas is in it. You're like, this is crazy. So the movie has (laughs) no fucking shot with people of this world. What are some average, like does the movie bump up the truth when it comes to pledging exercises? It looks like like it. I mean, I, I, the thing is, like, do you put someone's hand in a toilet that has poop in it? Here's the truth of the matter. There's always one, guy who's, who's a dick a dick like in days and confused yeah Affleck. he's hazing takes it too he's, far he's he's getting a little too hard right off of making someone do shit for him mm-hmm. and i mean when i pledge i would just fuck with that dude i had one dude that he would use when i was pledging he used to he would get hammered he'd be blacked out and he'd like make me go get him food all the time and so i just kept hiding his credit cards so i mean that's the that's the thing about pledging is like you make it fun you know this is a give and take like you're bonding with them while you're getting to fuck with them too you know so like i would just hide his credit cards he'd wake up the next morning be like where the fuck are my credit cards but he was so blacked out that he couldn't remember that he sent me to get him food Mm. So I hid it's called literally. Per- it's called the perfect crime. The perfect crime. All right, so, so that's I, a different take on it, though. That's kind of yeah. like empowering the little pathetic. You well, know. that's the thing. That's that's giving into the game. I'm right. playing along. I'm doing what he says, but I'm also fucking with him too. Right, right, right. This movie, I'm from the trailer. It just looks like it takes out all of the awareness of how dumb and fanciful the whole pledge process is. Right. And the more you understand that, the more fun you have with it. You, one day we had a we had a fucking uh, a snowstorm, and my pledge class did a play, <laughs> like we literally <laughs> did a play for the brotherhood, and it was fun, and it was we got into it, and it was stupid, and we were eighteen year old adults doing a play for other twenty two year old adults during a snow day. How long does the pledging process last? It depends. D- depends on the house. Mine went from like uh, mine. I think went from. Uh, Halloween till late February. Holy shit. Yeah, it was long. I thought it was like a weekend. So some, it's every house is different. And then like, you know, all the rules are different. But like, I just think what this does, the, what I think the problem with the movie is that it's no guy pledging, the guys who, the, the most friends I have from fraternity life are the ones that got how stupid it was. And admitting to that and winking a nod, tongue in cheek with every fucking thing we did. Right. I've said this on the podcast where we used to go to parties and chant the word where we were in beta, theta, pi. We would chant beta at the top of our lungs, beta, beta. And then it would change from beta. And then we start chanting chicks. So we're going chicks, chicks, chicks. And then it would change to chants. And we just <laughs> chant the word chants. We got it. We were fucking around. Like, you could make fun of us, but we're already making fun of ourselves. So a movie like this is basically saying that no guy in a fraternity gets how ridiculous a fraternity is from what it looks like. It looks like it takes itself very seriously from what I just saw. No fraternity guy, uh, no fraternity guy that I've ever got along with took it as seriously as people think they take. So it's based on like one or two news stories that have gone too far where someone's been murdered or scalded. And that guy's going to be a dick in whatever club he joined. It just happened to be a fraternity. He would have been the guy 
who killed the guy for the rowing team or have killed the guy for the science club team. He would have been the same asshole. And that's not the norm. Not the right, norm. Right, right, right. You, I mean, the the stories are louder than the actual reality. So Right. Well, and also, I assume the person sent it to you to be like, you know, maybe taking a little umbrage to this whole thing. It's like, don't, don't Who cares? make a big deal it's about just a it. Movie. Yeah, it's not real. I also, like, and also we, what we do right now is we revert to our teams. So everyone says, well, I don't do that. So that means, yeah, yeah but your team is the frack guy team and you're going to be made fun of. And you're going to have a movie that's bullshit made about right. like the extreme right. part of your life. You know, so I just think you don't give a shit. And I also like it, the people who believe this is how it is. I laugh at those people, <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> like how stupid are you? And, and I think that's the fun of being in a fraternity, you know, and like, I think, uh, you know, it's just, it, you're just easy to make fun of. I don't know. We got any more stories? Yeah, we could do one new story here. So or do we want to do, uh, yeah, let's do one more. We got time. Okay. Uh, so the Pokemon Go thing is really taken off. Are you <laughs> playing Pokemon Oof. Go? No, I followed a friend of mine around for an hour and like watched him play it just yeah. to kind of get an idea of it. I can't, I don't want my phone battery to die. And it's just like, well, I mean, the data alone. The world does not need one more mentally challenged person buried in their phone while they're walking <laughs> on the sidewalk. I mean, seriously, this You're right. how many people are going to walk into traffic or slam into you and not say, excuse me, my <laughs> God. And it's a phenomenon. It's crazy. I, I mean, the money, the the stock, I, the financials on it. I read a whole thing on like how much money Nintendo has m basically made in a week. Sick. Yeah, it's an unbelievable. It must be like insane. that's the best part about it. Well, because they're trying. I mean, the data that they're collecting on everybody that's playing this game is unbelievable. Yeah. And part of that, according to this guy Alex Hawkins, who's a spokesman for X Hamster. Okay. The porno website. That's my. That's my go-to that site. Yeah. Me too. Love yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. In the last five days, they've seen a giant shift in porn searches. The top searches are usually MILF, teen, interracial. Okay. They've <laughs> been replaced by Pokemon, Pikachu, Hentai, anime. Oh my god! People wow. are, are losing their minds over this game, and now oh it's my god. seeping into the porn world. I mean, <sighs> they. I've seen girls dressed as some of the like human characters. Yeah. And that's kind of hot. Yeah, the cosplay stuff. The fact yeah. that someone's looking up Pikachu, look, they're like, I got to see that's off. a Pikachu fucked. <laughs> <laughs> like, what are you? How fucking much of a loser wow. are you? I don't know. I, I just, I cringe every time I hear an adult say the word Pokemon. Like, I, I mm. like, like when someone says it seriously, I'm like, Ugh, it just like, ugh, well, it's get so away. aimed at that generation born from like 89 and up where yeah. it was like a big deal when they were kids. And now that they're adults, you know, they're still indulging themselves in childhood activities. That's yeah. the new millennial kind of. We're never, I think we're turning into Japan. We are turning, our, our, if you look at the, uh, like, uh, kind of like the, on a map, like just like financial trends, uh -huh. all of our trends follow what Japan has gone through. Like with like depression, you know, mm. just how we've gone up and down. Right. I think we're doing that socially too. Like Japan, they don't have sex anymore. They're just fucking, you know, doing, they're doing cartoonish fucking shit. We're moving towards a sexless Japanese life. Yeah, but Japan handles it so much better, I feel like. People <laughs> can wait in line there. And yeah. Nobody's going to freak out. It's like everything's <laughs> a little bit better. Here, we're just going to be running to Central Park to get fucking Pokemon people. Yeah. <laughs> Let's do one Bumble makeover from a dude. He sent it in. So we've been looking at people's Bumble accounts. And yo, JTrain, I want you to check out my Bumble and see what you think. I have a bio where I kind of make fun of myself a little bit. It's weak. Any suggestions, picks are in order. So he's got a picture of him and his buddies. They're wearing football uniforms. I don't like the football uniform thing. 
and he's got a picture. Oh, no, they're at a college football game, and they're wearing the uniform of the college football team that they follow. And then it's him with a little baby. Anytime, here's what I'll say, okay? And his, his about me is, if you can't tell, I like Notre Dame a little. He's a Notre Dame fan because he's in... Too much. It's too much. It's all Notre Dame pictures. It's all group pictures. And then the one of him alone is him with a baby. Listen, girls aren't stupid. They, here's the advice I'll give to him, okay? And to anyone out there... You with a puppy, you with a kid, we know what you're fucking doing. It's like the kid who says, I love you on the first date. You're just trying to get in their pants. Trying so It's it's a lot of trying. Desperate. This kid, if I'm him, he's got a group picture, number one. He's got the kid baby, one, number two. He's him dressed up for Halloween, number three. Him with another kid and a buddy for number four. Him in front of the Notre Dame, like, statue, number five. Get two more. You got to have two alone shots that are casual in your profile. That's my takeaway to anyone in their Bumble profile. Two alone shots that are casual, not one mirror selfie, not you with your shirt off, casual alone shots where you look good and we can see your face. Yeah, it's one where your mom would look at it and be like, oh, that's a nice <coughs> picture. Yes. You're laughing at <laughs> yes. a social gathering. You look warm and approachable with a nice shirt on and you know, just something believable and real, not right. just a selfie. That's, yeah. And the Notre Dame thing, um, yeah, that's a big part of your life, it seems like. So I would... Maybe a bio would be, um, I've cried to Rudy way too many times. Right. It shows you're sensitive. I cry at Rudy every time. Who's the wild man now? That's the line that gets me. So maybe that you make that a part of your bio. I cry every time uh, John Favreau says, who's the wild man now? And now you're a sensitive dude and you like Notre Dame football and there you go. Podcast at gmail.com. Any Bumble profile, Tinder profile, send it in. Uh, also, I like the feedback. There's been like a lot of honest feedback about that segment. And people like it. People are like, make it more broad. So we're working through it. Um, Frank, thank you for coming on. Thank you for having me. This is a blast. You were fantastic. Thank Great you. advice. At Frankaholic on Instagram. He's also on Twitter. At Frank underscore Liotti on Twitter. Go follow him. Support him. Super funny comic. Chris, thank you for coming on. Of course. Thanks, man. I want to just say the uh, the next two episodes of the Mandatory Samson podcast will have a lot of the convention coverage. So we'll oh. be talking about that stuff. So if you're interested in that stuff, we'll have a little bit of a recap a lot of, of Pence that. talk. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> there we go. So, oh so go follow uh, at Mansamp on Twitter, uh, Mandatory Samson podcast here on the Stand Up New York Labs Network. I am Jared Freed, uh, JTrain56 on all platforms. Keep sending those emails, JTrainPodcast at gmail.com. Keep rating us on iTunes. It really helps us out. And keep telling your friends. Thank you guys so much. Boom. This has been a Stand Up Labs production powered by digital media. Subscribe to new and archive episodes wherever you listen to podcasts. And find all of our shows at StandUpLabs.nyc. Stand clear of the closing doors, please. Boom. Boom.